Welcome to the Vision Guide podcast series, where we teach you how to create, implement, and simply communicate your mission, vision, and passion through pictures. Hello, my name is David Stannard. I'm the Vision Guy. Welcome to episode two of the Let's Get Visual podcast series. Today's episode is called The Power of Vision. For this podcast, I'm going to try and really divide into to three sections. And those sections will be about direction. Number two will be about what is vision. And thirdly, a quick discussion about strategy versus vision. So let's get started with the first part there, which is direction. I wonder if you've noticed, like me, that a lot of really good children's books have been written quite often by by very smart uh, authors. And part of their message in there is actually for grown-ups, and it's masked in the story for the children. And one of the ones I'm thinking about in particular is Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, One of the scenes in that uh, book is with Alice in the woods trying to find out and work out which direction to take. And she encounters at that time the the Cheshire cat. And the dialogue goes a little bit like this. Um, Alice asks, uh, what road do I take? Well, says the Cheshire cat, where are you going? Alice replies, I don't know. Followed by the Cheshire cat saying, then it doesn't matter. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. And that's a pretty profound statement that resonates either through our lives, for businesses, organisations or whatever. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Nice one, Cheshire Cat. Absolutely spot on. We quite often hear that put a little bit of another way around, which is if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up where you are headed. And I like that quote uh, from Alice in Wonderland a lot. I like it so much, actually, that I use it in all of my presentations when I get started, because it says a lot about what we try to achieve with a vision. A clear vision is, is very powerful because it is that direction that Alice was looking for. It, it has that ability to create a focus for tension. It becomes, if you like, our, our, our big overarching goal. And a, in an organization or a company, it really is that top level goal that it creates. And therefore it is key to that organization's future and and pretty much everything that it's doing or trying to do and where it is going. Not only that is that a vision, as the word conjures up, is conjured up in the area, obviously, of sight. And we're going to explore that a lot more deeply as we go through different episodes in here, because that's a very powerful part of, of bringing a vision to life. But when we put it in the context and we look at it on a regular basis and we think about it, it also occupies a a privileged space in what's called our reticular activating systems in our brain. And that effectively allows everything that we absorb, that our senses take in, to be compared to that that goal, that, that vision, and then to decide whether that information is useful or not, and to make 
a decision whether to take it on board and put it into our brain and store for later processing or adding to where we're going or to be discarded. So it's a very critical thing, both at a, at a mental level and at an organizational level, to, to have a powerful vision. And as many of you will already have picked up in the episodes so far, I, I talk a lot about three concepts in there about companies or organizations or personal, because a vision can apply to, to all three, any number of different sizes of organizations, be they a, a multinational company, down to each and every one of us as an individual. And to have that vision and to have that clarity about uh, direction is very powerful. As I start to discuss and share with you the, the second part of this podcast, which is what is a vision, I thought probably the best place to, to start would be to just to read and narrate to you a, a small paragraph out of um, my Let's Get Visual book. So I'm in chapter two, and I'm just going to read just half a dozen lines because I think it gives a pretty good idea of what a vision is all about. And what I write in there is, is this, is that vision best addresses the what question. And the questions I, I most often hear asked with workshops and clients are as follows. What does it look like? If we could see into the future, what could we do and achieve? If you envision, envision the future, what would you see? In many ways, it's almost the perennial question that we all want answered. Why do we read horoscopes or ask a psychic? Because we all want to know what the future brings for us. We all want to have a picture in our minds of what the future holds because it brings confidence and reassurance to us. Vision is all about what we see and it's based around our sight. It's not an accident that we use that word specifically to describe what we're looking for. And as I said earlier, we'll come back to talk very much about that visual component and the strength of our visual senses in this whole area. So our human psychology and vision is very much aligned. And we will get to that. And you'll love that, that podcast uh, because that will be really exciting as it all comes together and you start to hear about the, the importance of images and visual pictures in in our minds in our brains so when we talk about vision vision really does address that what question what does the future look like it asks us to put together a picture of what that desired future state is so the focus is very much in that future and quite often when I work with people, I always try and encourage them to make that distance out, that future focus, somewhere in the region of three to five years out. A vision also has very much of a feel about achievement of things, of creation and outcomes. And when I talk to people about it, I encourage them to use nouns, so that is the state of it. That is what the future looks like, as opposed to things that are doing and going on and are still in progress. So it is designed to be 
a tangible goal for that company, organization, business, or individual. Quite often, certainly with with organizations and companies, I talk about vision being more of an internal tool. And by that, I mean that it is something that is put to great use internally, but you might not want your competition or other people to specifically see where you're going to take that organization and what it's going to achieve, because that might be intellectual property. I think always the better if you are able to to share that vision out there, because sometimes that can be very powerful also in dissuading competition from wanting to, to copy you because you're already occupying a space that they can't achieve. But principally, it is something that requires a lot of communication and understanding internally in order to align your people, your organization and your teams towards that future direction. So effectively, your vision will define what that organization will look like. It will showcase what it's going to achieve and it will be a compelling beacon pulling the organization forward. And I specifically put that last one in there because that really wants to highlight to all of us the need to effectively communicate that to the audience who's going to put it into action, which is clearly your internal team. And again, we'll come back to more of that and how to do that in a very strong way and the techniques involved with that, because that's the group that needs that motivation, inspiration and direction, increasingly so in the the times that we're going through now, in order to have confidence in the future and to see that road that Alice couldn't pick up. And without that clear plan, that view of what your life, company, business, organization will look like in the future, I believe you have a very limited chance of achieving something significant and valuable. And I say that, and you will argue back, but look at what's been achieved here, there, and everywhere. And I think of that in terms of someone has an idea, someone has a view of what the solution looks like. If Edison was designing light bulbs, he had the idea in his head of light. All he had to do was to figure out how to get there, but he had a clear picture in his head of what to do. And although he may not have communicated that in a vision for the team he was working through, through his communication, through his strength of character, through his crystal clear view of the future, he was able to communicate and to motivate others to join his direction and to achieve the results that we all know and enjoy on a daily basis today. All right, let's now move to the third section of this podcast, which I entitled Strategy Versus Vision. I work with a lot of people who talk about strategy, you know, and, and David, we've we've got a winning formula, and, and then it comes to a road bump, and that strategy gets all forgotten as, as somebody tries to go around it, and and it's adapted and then they move forward. And what I see quite often is organizations that lose that sense of direction. 
And the point I want to, to, to share here is that without a vision, your strategy is useless. And that's why I recently I put together the quote because I could start to see this more and more as I work with people that strategy without a vision is like archery without a target. You can have great arrows that have been finely tuned, pointed, aerodynamic. You could have a world-class bow. You could have uh, the perfect day with no wind to be firing out there. But firing into the dark and hitting a target randomly doesn't get you anywhere. You've got to start with the target. You've got to begin with the goal in mind in order to decide what the strategy is going to be or the strategic options are going to be in order to hit that achieved goal that you want. Finally, as I move towards wrapping up this podcast, I'm going to come back to that concept of sight and vision and how aligned those two concepts are and how we're going to discuss that more as we go forward and how by making your vision into a picture, a so-called picture vision, and drawing it in that format, how much additional power in the communication process and in the way in which that is taken on board by yourself and your organization becomes. So as you get started and you're getting your your pencil sharp and now and your crayons out and, and everything else and getting ready to go, Bear in mind, there's more power coming here and making it as a picture vision, making it visual, creates an additional level of emphasis that you could not have imagined previously. And I'll leave you where we started, with the Cheshire Cat talking to Alice. Well, where are you going? I don't know. Then it doesn't matter. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. It seems pretty simple, doesn't it, when expressed in those terms. But in the heat of battle, in the middle of a big organisation, in the middle of your own mind, fighting off different day-to-day challenges, that direction, that where you're going bit, quite easily gets missed. Alice had a reasonable strategy. She was on the road and she was walking. But when she came to a fork in the road where there were multiple options, maybe a roundabout, several routes to follow, she didn't know where she was headed. And the Cheshire Cat was right. Any road will get you there. You have to know which road you want to take because you have to know which direction you're looking for. That's where vision is powerful. My name's David Stannard. I'm the Vision Guy. That was episode three from the Let's Get Visual podcast series. Thank you very much for listening.